Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 69 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Telligent, a Varen company, a leader in community software for digital marketing and support communities. Its social software solutions help bring together modern collaboration technologies into a single integrated suite that includes social applications and social services, enabling organizations to create communities of interest for their customers. Telligent solutions include both external customer and internal employee communities. A customer service community enables you to answer a question once and then scale it to an unlimited number of customers. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Tech Tuesday. And boy, do I have a Tech Tuesday for you today. But before we get into that, I do want to let you know that for the month of December only, I've got just a few spots. I think there are 12 spots left for you to sign up for a free 30-minute coaching with me. Yes, I don't know if you're aware or not, but I do consulting for brands and for technology companies to help them understand how to deliver excellent customer service to their customers online. So if you've got questions about what your goals should be for next year, if you've got questions about how to provide a better customer experience, if you're a technology company that wants to better understand the brand's customer journey, whatever it is you have questions about, go ahead to sociallysupportive.com. There's a button right there on the front page that you can click and schedule a free 30-minute session with me. That's a $300 value for you right there, and it's being provided as a holiday gift to you from me and from our sponsor, Telligent, a variant company. So thank you to Telligent, and thank you to all of you listening to the show that make the show possible. So it'll only be for December. As a matter of fact, there's only 12 spots that are opened right now. Go ahead and take advantage of it. Ask me whatever you want to. I'm grateful that you're listening to the show. Okay, so let's talk about today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Mark Zuckerberg, who recently wrote, Facebook's mission is all about giving people a voice and bringing people closer together. Those are deeply democratic values, and we're proud of them. I don't want anyone to use our tools to undermine democracy. That's not what we stand for. And our book of the day is by Brian Meert, titled The Complete Guide to Facebook Advertising. I know you're thinking, wait, am I tuned into the right show? It's Tuesday, so I don't have a case of the Mondays. Why are we talking about democracy and Facebook advertising? Well, I'll tell you why, because today we're going to be talking about Facebook's transparency efforts and the effects that's going to have on running social media customer care programs. So let's go ahead and dive right into this. There's a lot of material to cover here. Today's episode is informed by the Facebook news release published October 27, 2017, titled 
update on our advertising transparency and authenticity efforts, which was written by Rob Goldman, their VP of ads. So what's the article about? In a nutshell, they're saying starting in November, people will be able to click view ads on your Facebook page and view all of the ads a page is running on Facebook, Instagram, and Messenger. And the person does not have to be part of the target audience for the ad. So it says starting in November, when we get deeper down into the episode, what we'll find out is that later on this summer, this will be rolled out in the United States, but they are planning to launch this test in Canada. So first Canada, and then sometime before the midterm elections in the United States that happen later in the fall, they'll roll it out to the United States And then they're going to, around the same time, roll it out to the rest of the world is Facebook's plan. So why are they doing this? Well, we keep talking about elections. They're doing this to help protect the integrity of elections in the United States and around the world because people should be able to tell who the advertiser is and see the ads they're running is what I've pulled out of that news release. So then you might ask, what are the steps they're taking? I've linked in the show notes, which will be sociallysupportive.com slash episode 69, all of these resources that I'm quoting from. So one of them is a full Facebook post from Mark Zuckerberg that he posted on September 21st, 2017, that spoke to the initial steps that were going to be taken. He lists out eight steps important to us. Number one would be actively working with the United States government on Russian interference investigations. So if you're lost about what does this have to do with politics, in the United States, there's concern around Russian interference with the United States presidential election where Donald Trump was elected president. And so investigations that have happened already have revealed that there was likely Russian interference from what I understand. So They're going to be actively working with the U.S. government on these Russian interference investigations. And then second out of eight, there's going to be, according to Mark Zuckerberg's post, continued investigation on what happened on Facebook in the election. The third of eight steps we're talking about is make political advertising more transparent by first disclosing which page paid for an ad and then Secondly, seeing ads they're currently running to any audience, ads that are running to any audience on Facebook. The fourth step that Mark Zuckerberg refers to taking is strengthening political ad review processes at Facebook. And for any of you who are involved in Facebook ad reviews, you're like, how could they strengthen it anymore? Well, he promises that they're going to. And the fifth step they're taking, according to Mark Zuckerberg in this first September 21st post, they're going to double the team working on election integrity and six, expand partnerships with election commissions. Seventh step is to increase sharing of threat information with other tech and security companies. And then eight, proactively strengthen the democratic process. 
So after this September 21st, I'm sort of taking you down a timeline. After this September 21st post from Mark Zuckerberg, there was a news release posted October 2nd titled Improving Enforcement and Transparency of Ads on Facebook. So in here, we're told that there are four things that are happening. Number one, they're going to make advertising more transparent, as we talked about before. And what came out of this article is that users are going to be able to see, again, ads that are not directly targeted to them. The second thing is strengthening enforcement against improper ads. And more information was given here in three ways. They're going to do this strengthening of enforcement by one, reviewing both content and context of an ad. Number two, they're going to be adding more than 1,000 people to the global ads review team. So if you're an advertising reviewer, now's your chance to go apply at Facebook, evidently. And the third thing that they're going to do about strengthening enforcement against improper ads is to deepen their machine learning investment over at Facebook. So they want to be learning more through machine learning about what's happening. They're going to make more documentation required for U.S. federal election-related ads. And then the fourth thing is they're going to establish industry standards and best practices. All right, so that's all background information, and you're probably drinking your coffee going, so what specifically is happening? So I'll be specific. The first thing is that people can visit your Facebook page. They can click a button, and this starts in June or later for us in the United States. Canada may already be experiencing some of this. People can visit your Facebook page, click view ads, and then see all the ads that are currently running regardless of the customer's demographic. And this is inclusive of ads you're running on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Messenger. Facebook is also requiring that the ads being run have to be associated with a page as part of the ad creation process, which is new. And as I alluded to before, the test will begin in Canada sometime around the December timeframe, November, December timeframe. Now, specific to political ads, when this rolls out in the United States, people will be able to see the political ads in a searchable archive that covers a four-year rolling period, details on the ad spend, details on the number of impressions delivered, and then details on the demographics information, including age, location, gender, etc. for that audience that was reached. So here's all that background information and what specifically is happening. Now you might want to know, so what does this have to do with social customer care? Here's what I think that we need to be concerned about from a social media customer care perspective. If your marketing department is rolling out ads on social media, they may have been using what we refer to sometimes as dark page posts. Dark page posts are ads that do not appear on your Facebook page in the news feed or in the stream, but they will go out into potential target audience news feed and appear there. But when they go to your Facebook page directly, they're not able to see these ads. In the past, it's been a little bit tricky as a customer care organization for some of you to be able to understand when customers come back in and are talking about particular ads they've seen. 
unless your marketing department is supplying you with the URLs, or you're somehow able to see these dark page posts through your fancy social customer engagement tool. That may have been challenging for you in the past. So you might be like, yay, dark page posts are not going to be an issue anymore. So that's something that could be positive from a social customer care perspective. But check this out. If you are in a nationwide organization where you have different price points in different regions or different markets, all of the ads that you're running are going to be visible to all your customers if they simply click that view ads button. So if you have a higher price point in a more expensive market like New York State, for example, and then you have a lower price point, perhaps in the Midwest where the cost of living is lower, your customers in New York are going to be able to see the difference between the price point they're being offered and the price point being offered in the Midwest. Ouch. Now you're going to maybe have to answer questions about why prices are different in one area of the country or another. And you may not have talking points prepared for that because historically that information hasn't been very visible to your customers. So think about different price points that you may have in your company. Another thing that could be interesting is that ad differences are going to be visible to all target markets. So if you have different demographics categories inside of your business, if you have very affluent customers bucketed in one way, maybe you're targeting people who make more than X thousand dollars a year, and you're speaking to them in one way, and then you're speaking to people who make less X thousand dollars a year in a different way. Maybe you're speaking to them more simply. Maybe you're trying to be more direct. Doesn't matter. That difference can be seen by the people who are being targeted by the ads, as well as people who are not being targeted by the ads. This could cause concern with your customers about why they're being treated differently than a different customer. Also, if you have ads that are targeted in different ways at different ethnic groups for your targeting purposes, this could cause concern. Hopefully your marketing department is already aware of all of this and is working on it, but you may not have been given a seat at the table for what's happening here yet because it's not always immediately clear to marketing still that the customer care organization who's providing social media customer care may be impacted by what's coming down the pike. So you want to make sure that now that you know all ads sent all over social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Messenger, are now all going to be visible on your Facebook page by clicking that view ads button. Also, if you've got a few different brand names, if you have if you have one parent company who is responsible for sending out all the ads, and then a subsidiary company underneath that is displaying the ads, it may be confusing if customers don't readily understand what the connection is between your company and its parent company. So this may be something that needs to be addressed too. So These are thoughts that I have generally to get you started about how these changes will specifically impact your particular company and the vertical within which you are working. So start thinking about this now. And you're probably like, oh, great, Frankie, thanks for bringing this huge problem to my attention. 
what am I supposed to do about it? Well, here are a couple ideas. Like I talked about before, work with your marketing and your public affairs teams on your anticipated concerns and then whatever concerns are later reported to you when this rolls out later in the summer. You're going to want to get ahead of this issue with a few things I can think of would be messaging. You're going to want talking points, not only for your social media customer care team around what they should say if they notice differences and how you'll address those differences. You'll also want to have those talking points, not only for your social media customer care team, but also for your customer care individuals at large. Anyone who has public facing content with your customers should definitely be brought in. Anybody who could talk to your customers on the phone, at a retail store, over chat, whatever channel you're talking to customers in, you should have your talking points buttoned up before this becomes an issue in the summer. You're also going to want to try to get with your workforce management team, if you're lucky enough to have that connection with workforce management, around anticipated labor implications. If you're going to expect an increase in volume because you expect to have a lot of customer complaints, for example, around these pricing differences, you'll really want to make sure that if the volume is going to incrementally increase over your baseline volume, that you've got enough staffing planned and in place to cover all that's going to be happening. For example, if your price points are going to remain the same, even though it will become very transparent and visible to your consumer base that the prices are different based on region, you'll probably benefit from having talking points that explain why the price is lower in the Midwest than it is in New York State or vice versa. And if you anticipate getting a lot of complaints or comments about that, then you'll want to staff up to be able to quickly get that information to your public. I also recommend that you designate procedures for complaints around the advertising. You may or may not already have a process in place that when your customers complain about social media advertising or, you know, any cross-channel advertising, if you have a direct link to your marketing department where there's maybe an internal form you fill out or a person you can transfer these concerns to, that's fantastic. You might want to get a specific process in place if you either don't already have that or if you expect the volume is going to be larger than what your current structure can hold when this starts to occur. So these are a few things that I recommend you think about to get ahead of the customer care implications over this Facebook transparency. All right, now let's talk about today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Telligent, a Verant company. Why community? Why Telligent community? Well, because customer support communities create a compelling return on investment and give your customers the support options they want. You could even post up a document in your support community that talks about your pricing differences and why they're different across different places. That's one way you could use it. Telligent, now a Verant company, has been a leading social community platform provider since 2004, 
And you know with your supply chain and procurement departments that it's very important when you're selecting a new vendor that you understand that they're tried and true and they've been around a long time. There are few companies out there that can say that they've been around since 2004 with a proven, profitable, and stable track record of success. Intelligent has hundreds of communities that are powered by Intelligent Community, and they're trusted by some of the most demanding brands, which I was one of for a while, for reliability, scalability, and security. They're so well-trusted that even mission-critical government and defense programs use Intelligent Community for engagement and collaboration. And in as little as 15 to 20 business days, Intelligent Community can be implemented, configured, branded, and launched. That's pretty fast. So head on over to Intelligent.com to check them out. Community should be a huge part of your digital strategy, in my humble opinion, in most verticals and cases. Okay, let's talk about jobs. If you have a job opening or you're looking for a spot, email me at frankie at socially supportive.com and I will play matchmaker between perfect person and perfect position so we can all be delivering fantastic service out there on the World Wide Web. And if you see an example of a company who's doing a great job of delivering that fantastic customer service, send that over to me too. And I will see if we can get that person on the show to tell us all their secrets about how they do that. Okay. Don't forget about the free coaching. There are only a few spots. Thank you to our sponsor, Telligent, for sponsoring so that I can offer that to you. And thank you for listening. All right, this has been Tech Tuesday. Tune in tomorrow for Wisdom Wednesday, where I will be depositing lots of wisdom directly to your earbuds from places out there on the World Wide Web and from places out there in the world, all for your convenience. All right. This has been, like I said, Tech Tuesday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Can't wait to see you tomorrow on Wisdom Wednesday. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.